Welcome to Remixing the Narrative. Remixing the Narrative is a podcast that discusses the issues and topics that impact children, families, and education. Through dialogue, we discuss the good, bad, great, and ugly with the hopes to promote change. Tune in to get expert advice and tools to help the whole family. All right, all right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Remixing the Narrative podcast. And thank you so much for joining us. Um, I'm so excited about tonight's conversation. As you can see, the title of tonight is Your Tribe Determines Your Vibe. And um, ending out Women's History Month and ending out our series of some just amazing, dynamic women, I wanted to show you my tribe. And um, I'm so, so excited because I believe as we dive into some topics and dive into this conversation, you'll be able to see what I mean by that. Um, I wanted to personally make sure each of them was on here because as we're on here, you'll hear me giving all these beautiful women their flowers because they have definitely contributed to me. But I truly believe that I am who I am because of each woman that's on the screen. And so as we are talking and sharing and um, like I said, talking about different topics. If you have a question you would want to pose, feel free to do it. Um, we will just be kind of just sharing just as our journey as women has led us to different places and we've come out of different situations, just things that we have learned. And so uh, I will like for each person to say their name and then we'll just dive right in. So I'm going to start to my immediate right on the screen, which is Jadon. I can't hear you. Drew, I didn't mess up already. <laughs> you all good? <laughs> hey, y'all. I'm Jadon, also affectionately known as Juice Squared. Um, yeah, we're going to share about that story. Yeah, that's Juice Squared. Uh, next, Shamira. Hi, I'm Shamira. I'm the only one that's in Cleveland, but I love Chicago. We're going to go below Shamira to Miss Andrews. Hey, I am Rita Andrews. All right. I have a nickname. I can't make it cool. <laughs> <laughs> and next we have Emily. Hey, Emily, girl. Hello, everybody. I'm Emily, but that feels just way too official, so I'm just M. <laughs> hey, M. <laughs> next we got Miss Shannon. Hi, everybody. I'm Shannon Styles. Styles by Styles. What's good? <laughs> and then last but not least, we have Jose. Hello, I'm Jose. Happy to be here. <laughs> uh, I'm so excited. Um, as you all will learn, I have had, I think, the on here is a total of at least 20 years of friendship for some on here. Others, we have been friends within the last five, six years, but it feels like forever. And I just, and that's what I wanted to start with as our opening question, just as you have been in this journey of life, what does friendship mean to you? Like how has that maybe transformed the change over the years? Just what does, what does friendship mean to you? Whoever wants to dive in, there's no order. Um, I can say friendship to me means loyalty. And um, and family, like I look at you more than just a friend, but you're you're a family by choice, not by blood. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Right? I just want to snap it up so that I was like, that you can't do early in the thing. Oh, good. Good one. <laughs> Snap, snap. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because with family, you almost have to tolerate them. I'm like, oh, you're my cousin. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. You're my sister. I got to give you the benefit of the doubt. But with friends, it's, I choose you. You know, no matter yeah. what goes on, it's a, it's a choice. You know, so mm-hmm. I do like that. It's loyalty. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I also think, sorry, Tati, did I jump in on oh, you? Go ahead. You're wrong. I was just going to say to your point, Jareem, of how long you've known um, people on the call. I also think friendship is not necessarily determined by length of time. So I'm someone who has had the same friends since I was literally in second grade. And, and you, Jareem, are one of the newest friends that I have. But when I think about our connection, it actually surpasses any amount of time. And so I think I've learned that recently, right? That it's not just about length of time. Mm-hmm. It's about quality of connection too. Mm-hmm. Yes, quality of connection. Um, I would say authentic. Um, I have recently, especially in my transition moving back to Cleveland, um, I have recently noticed what relationships or friendships that I thought were authentic and they weren't. So I think being authentic is my... Um, greatest value that I hold to friends. Mm-hmm. When I think of oh yeah, go ahead, Em. I'm just gonna piggyback off of that. Just even in terms of being authentic, a friendship is a place where you can truly be who you are. A friendship allows you to grow into fully being who you are throughout the season. So a friendship is also a, a home, like a place of growth. Mm-hmm. So I it goes along that authentic journey. Mm, I love that. I love what all of you all share. I, and, I, and I love the question about how has it changed over the years? Uh, because my viewpoints and definitions on what a friend is, it's just, it's changed a lot <laughs> over the years. And so now I think when I think of what, what, what constitutes a friend, I think someone who has chosen to walk on this journey with me, and even if they're only gonna walk for a short amount of time, if they were completely in it for that short amount of time, then they were my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so that's why I look at it. If you, if you can walk with me, I think I've had um, issues with people who like to watch me, but they don't necessarily wanna walk with me. Um, and I thought that some of those people were my friends because maybe we were having similar conversations, but then I realized I was doing the majority of the movement and so nowadays, I have to say, I, I just need you walking with me in some shape, form, or fashion for me to call you a friend. I love it. I love it. I think just even going in that, I think when I think about friendship, I think that depending on the season that you are in, um, and, and like I said, I, you know, I really, this this term of like, this whole saying, your tribe determines your vibe. I believe that in friendship, you find out more about yourself. You know what I'm saying? And I think that you are able to find more about yourself because you're able to be your full self, right? I think that a lot of times in spaces that we do have relationships in, sometimes we got to be a little censored, you know what I mean? Or you realize that people who may look at you as a friend, but you're like, I just kind of view you as an acquaintance, you know? And, and, And the reason is because of the level of depth you can actually go with them, you know? Um, I can honestly say with each one of you, I found a little bit more of who I am because I don't have to, okay, let me make sure what I say don't hurt their feelings. Let me make sure 
what you know okay let me you know i know when they call and they really just coming for advice they don't really want to know what's going on so i think we have relationships in which we know the role we play you know and i think that it's important that we i believe in friendship you should be able to find more of who you are and grow as a person um i think that's what a friendship means i think if you are not growing and you just kind of in the same space you got to reevaluate what what is that relationship you know yep yep so finding who you are right and so uh that leads me to my first thing i feel like each of you if i were if we recall kind of like and i this is where i'll do some storytelling so i'm gonna bring some tissue because y'all know i'm probably gonna crash <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like finding who you are like finding who you, you truly are if i think about each of us when we first met i believe that we are not the same women we were you know and i think that it depends on the season we were in our lives and so i would love you to kind of speak to um who you feel like you are now? Like, have you been able to, or do you feel like you're complete there yet? Do you feel like you're still in that journey? But how has been, or what's like some nuggets you can give to people as far as like finding who you are? Cause I truly, you know, believe that we all have evolved. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's Man, that's a deep question. I'm trying to, we all trying to. <laughs> In my mind, I'm like, man, do I know who I am? Like, <laughs> I think honestly, I'll tell you, and I'll start with like individual people. Um, and maybe we can kind of do it that way. So I can say that when me and Shamira first met, right? Uh, and we met at Butler College Prep, uh, we were working together, and I feel like you know, in some relationships, you just like instantly just know, you know what I mean, like. You gonna be around for a long time, you know what I mean? Do and I you know, ask, do me that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I think you know, I don't necessarily um, go to work thinking I'm gonna find my best friends. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna find who I'm close to. But you know, I think just the nature of the way our school was, it, that was a different mindset. But I just remember me and Shamira first met. It was just like instant. Like if you, and I'm sure everyone who can attest. Shamira just has this like vibe about her that just like yes, pulls you in. It's just genuine. She's authentic. And it makes you just be like, man, I want to be a friend to her. Like, I want to know her, you know? Um, and I think what I appreciated most about Shamira is that I love that she was just authentically her. And I was at a place in my life um, where I actually was just going through my separation. And I was really trying to figure out, like, what does that mean? You know what I mean? Like, I you know, was, you know, kind of going through a thing. And I felt like she had just moved up here. And, you know, we just automatically, we just like the same music. We just like the same thing. My son loved her. And I just felt like, man, you know, in this journey of me in a vulnerable place, she felt like a safe place to, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, I don't know how you felt at that time moving here. And since then, you know, as we just see Zaza came in, you know, the, the evolution, but I just think that that is a quality that I always like really admired about her. Like, man, you know, just being authentically you, you know? I think what comes to mind when I think about, um, let me go last, cause I'm about to cry. <laughs> I, know, I love you, Tati. Is this last? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I'll go last. 
Well, I'll, I'll piggyback on Shamira just because it's on my mind. So I met Shamira through Jerima um, because I used to go to Butler's uh, Christmas parties and nobody could party like teachers. So I wanted to be with the party in. And so I, um, so, I mean, I didn't even really know Shamira like that, right? I knew her as Dreamer's friend. We kind of were cool, but we, you know, we weren't really keeping in touch. And I got robbed at gunpoint. Hmm. And um, when it happened, you know, I was completely traumatized. I, you know, I wasn't thinking straight about anything. I was scared to come home. I was scared to leave out. And Shamira reached out to me. And she was like, hey, you know, I'm leaving town, but I know what happened to you. If you want, you can come stay at my house while I'm out of town, mm-hmm. you know, so that you don't have to be scared at home. And I remember thinking, like, who was this woman? Right. Because I was I was spiraling when it happened. You know, I didn't know. I didn't know how to make sense of life at that time, because, you know, home is a place where you feel safe. And I no longer felt safe going home. And so that pretty much told me all I needed to know about Shamira. And so, yeah, keep that one on the squad, Dreamer. We all need to learn a word And I thank you, Queen, because you did not have to um, reach out to me in that way. And I really didn't know. A lot of people kept saying, oh, I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad you're okay. And I was anything but okay. Mm-hmm. And so your way of approaching me in that moment helped me to feel less alone. So thank you. You're welcome. I'm gonna go to Emily. So Emily, um, and so this will be my way of y'all seeing how I got to build such a beautiful group of women in my life. So me and Emily actually met in college. Uh, I was at UIC and we were actually laughing about this the other day. We were in a African-American studies class and we were like the one of very few African-Americans in the class. Because <laughs> UIC is very much so a PWI. And, uh, we was in class and we had like this super activist professor. Like she was so un- unapologetically black. And so she did not care. It was like a, a, a lecture hall of mostly white people. And she would just go there. And um, me and Emily, I don't know how we just one day ended up like sitting next to each other in class. Probably because we were like, look, black, black, let's just black. But we just started talking, and I just remember us talking. And at the time, um, I think you had just transferred from NIU, and so she was just, you know, we kind of bond that way, and we would go to lunch. And then I was also part of a campus ministry, and so I invited her to come out, and she came out. She's like, "No, I actually been looking for, you know, a place to go." And she started coming out, and um, again, it was like an instant safe space. Like if anyone who knows Emily. Um, I can be pretty chill in demeanor, but Emily is like a cool breeze, man. Like she is so peace. And uh, I think that gentleness is what allows you just, again, your guards down. I'm in a new campus. I don't know these folks, but it was just like, we had lunch together. We eating together. And then I found ourselves outside of class, really us talking. It wasn't just about class. us just being friends. And I ended up leaving UIC. Um, I didn't graduate from there and we still connect, stay connected. Um, and I mean, we both were pursuing teaching. We would be at each other's house. I mean, we just have always been close together to the point that um, just even when I had Trey, she would always be around and she was so loving. And even, you know, in her share of different things of like health, she just always is a sense of strength. You know what I mean? I think she's someone that I always like, if I'm going through something, I'm going to call her. We're going to pray. We're going to, you know, we're going to work it out. Um, 
to the point that when I really started thinking about like who would I want to be like that second role in my life with Trey, hmm. it was, it's kind of ironic how it happened. Like Trey and her just became became closer and closer to the point I was like, man, like what you want to be Trey's guy, mom? You know, and um, and then she was like, you know what? Are you sure? I remember I said that. Like, are you sure? Because you know, Emily, she is not trying to have no kids. She, she's like, I'm, I'm the, I'm the cool auntie. But, uh, <laughs> but she's like, yeah. So I, I'm just so grateful because I believe Emily for me has been like a consistency when it comes to like faith in God. Like, if you want to know a woman who's been through some things but don't look like what she's been through, that's Emily. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, so Emily. You can share. Okay, Jerusalem, spreading these onions around. <laughs> oh my goodness! I look out there. I feel you, Shamira. I'm, I'm trying to hold it together because it is like when you think about where you started, like coming to uh, UIC. That was not in my life's plan. Like my life was just interrupted with health issues, um, and I was still in denial about a lot of things, and I was questioning God, like, how did you let these things happen? My kidneys were, I was in um, 10 stages of renal failure. And all through high school, all through things, I pushed my way through a lot of things to get to the point of like, okay, I'm going to college. This is my breakthrough. And so life hit hard. And when I came to UIC, I was just in that place of still like it's shocking and all. And I am a very introverted person. I am very I love on people, but I'm very particular about who gets close into my circle. And Jerima, I mean, just one of the kindest souls and just her spirit, like she just illuminates light wherever she goes. And I've had the opportunity of meeting each of you through Jerima. And I see that trend of kindness throughout each of you. So it's just like, she's a light and she, attracts and draws light to her because every person, each one of you that I've met through her, I see that same spirit, that quality of love and kindness. Um, but just sitting there, like like she said, it was so strange. We were probably, it was probably less than five. No lie, <laughs> huge class. And so we bonded and truly, I, I call Jerima, that's a divine friendship. Mm -hmm. And those are the type of friendships that you pray for. Because that is going back to the original question: what a true friend is—someone who walks with you out throughout life and throughout different stages of life. And just um, through this journey of friendship, just seeing who Jerima is and just being having that sisterhood because it truly is a sisterhood there. Um, and I'm—I've just grown to be continually proud of my sister and just seeing everything that she's come through, everything that she's pushed her way through. And no matter what is thrown at her, she handles it with class. She handles it with love. She handles it. And even in terms of thinking of how can she continue to encourage and build up other people, regardless of what they may have done to her. Because sometimes now I'm quiet, but every now and again, you know, I don't want to jump up. And you, want, you can be protective of your friend, but her spirit of, you know, just know you are approach everything as um, purposeful and as a learning opportunity. So this friendship has just been a beautifully divine friendship. And I'm so grateful for being one of few 
in that sea of, <laughs> of salt, the little sprinkles of pepper in that class. So I'm so grateful to God for you and for who you are. So thank you and I appreciate you and I love you. Love you too. Glad y'all see y'all. This, this is my setup to do love up on y'all. So I'm gonna go to Rita next. And uh, y'all, Rita is the most hilarious person in the world. She is the <laughs> sweetest person in the world. I mean, Rita is so funny. So when I think about me and Rita, I just think of just nothing. Every time I'm with her, I just do nothing but laugh. And I think the, the beauty of that is not only are we able to laugh, but we're able to laugh through some pain because we've both been through some stuff. And um, it just feels good to be able to be with someone that you're able to just, like I said, when I talk about it again, to be your uncensored self. You know what I mean? It's been times when we'll both start off with like, okay, now don't judge me when I say this. <laughs> but uh, this is what I did, or this is what happened, or this is what I'm thinking. And the other person's like, really? Okay, that you, you know what I mean? But I, what I appreciate about Rita is that she is just such the epitome of loyalty. Um, she's an amazing mother. Um, she's an amazing wife. Uh, she is not free from correction. What I love about Rita is that life can hit her and she's going to hit it back harder. You know what I mean? Um, there have definitely been some things that um, she's went through and I just see her just become even stronger through it. And I, and I just believe that you're just such an amazing light. Like you are a light to your family. I just see the way you love up on them. Um, you know, even, I mean, I just really, really, really am grateful. Like I, I was honored to be in her wedding. She was in my wedding. Like we both were pregnant. So this is the first thing we were pregnant at the same time. <laughs> so when she had Jada, I was pregnant with Trey. And we was just, I was trying to figure it out. We were both trying to figure it out. But I'm just so grateful that, I was even to go through that stage of life with somebody, you know what I mean? Cause I didn't know what I was doing. And just to, you know, we checking in on each other, reading books, like they supposed to be doing this at two months. Is he doing it? No, she ain't doing it, you know? And, and early on, like Jada still ain't saying this. Is she supposed to be doing it? You know? so I think, and then you just get to a point like, they okay, they breathe and they eat it, they okay, you know? Um, but even with me, with my work, I think the other part what I can say about each of you, like Rita has like supported me so much in each of you. But she's like so supportive of the work I do. Like we're bursting some books. Like both her kids are in it. Like she's gonna share it. She's gonna post about it. She's gonna. I mean, I've just been so like blown away just about how so many different parts of my life we can still celebrate together. Um, we started together in the same campus ministry as well. But even with us both not still worshiping at the same church, we still have amazing conversations about who God is and what he, you know, what we went through and what we've learned about really what that means to follow God, not just follow church. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just grateful for our evolution in many ways. And um, Rita's amazing. Oh, I love you, Juju. <laughs> I would joke, Dream is my, my mini Oprah. Like, we have so many <laughs> Oprah moments out in my car. And oh, and I gotta say this. Rita, Rita drive me crazy. I gotta throw this out there. Rita, <laughs> you ever get in the car with Rita though? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, did you die? But did you die? You here? Well, you did I die? Is the question. You safe? Maurice, I know Maurice. Like, if she get another accident, another one. Rita is. She be out there though. She ain't got no glasses. She ain't got no glasses on. Her glasses. She can't see. She just out there. But. <laughs> okay. 
Laura Silver. I didn't have to call that out there. <laughs> no, the Lord is still working with me as I'm literally holding a speed and ticket in my bag right now. But I'm going to get it <laughs> like, Okay, the Lord is still working on me, sis. The Lord is still working on me. But as Jerima stated, it's true. Jerima has been one of my um, longest friendships. And it's true, time isn't really of the essence with friendships. But we have gone through every stage together, whether it's marriage, friendship, campus ministry, oh, I like this boy, you know, um, pregnancy. And Jerima has always been the one to offer words of wisdom. Like I said, I, I call her my mini Oprah. She always has the perfect things to say. And it's like, why, why didn't I look at things that way? Or, you know, why didn't I view it that way? She always knew exactly what to say. Um, and she said, just too, just with this verse in the book, I'm so proud of you, you know, from you, you got a, you're a whole brand. Seriously, so just your work and your your drive um, to be amazing. Like you are truly an amazing person inside and out. And I'm just blessed to know you, blessed to be your friend, blessed to be your sister. Okay. I'm going through the list. And then I promise y'all, I know people watch like, this is so beautiful. I'm giving them their flowers and then we're going to get to the good juicy stuff. So uh, next I'm going to go to Jadon. So Jadon, I was actually looking back at when we first met. So Jadon, I remember, you know how you meet someone and I'm like, he is just so dope. Like, I, like, it's someone kind of like, man, I, I, I want to be her friend. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if she's going to be my friend, but I think she is so cool. You know, and I remember when I first met Jadon, she, again, it was our connection with our school and we went on our school, um, we went on our campus retreat, mm -hmm. not campus retreat, our, our work retreat. And then when we came back, I, I, I looked back and Jadon had sent me a message. And she asked like, if we could get together. And I remember coming to her house. And when I got to her house, we, we would from us like, let's be friends. Like I want us, you know, to be friends. And and she just kind of shared with me where she was. And I, and I appreciated that because what I can also say, similar to, I think everybody on here, Jadon don't look like what she been through, okay? And I mean that with all sincerity. And I think we all, um, all of us, have been through some things. And I and and I and I remember when she was opening up to me, I just couldn't. I didn't know. You know when you don't know somebody, I'm like, wow, like really? I didn't know she had, you know, her children. No, I hadn't met them yet. It was all these things I didn't know. And I was like, wow, she is so dope, you know. And I think just over time, we just became inseparable. Like we just always were together. We would have like similar to Emily, them late night grade and paper parties. <laughs> like it was just like we were just doing it, but we loved it. Um, we officially became Jew Square because we were both Jew, and so uh, she also was my college roomie. We went to Howard together, and she see she has her Howard sweatshirt on. Um, that's that's my little inside joke at work. <laughs> Did y'all go to Chicago State? Yes, but then I also went to Howard. Um, Cause that both was our, our dream school. So even when we went, it was so funny. When we went there, we actually have coworkers that graduated from Howard. So we went there on our campus. We was like, oh man, we went to Eden's dining hall. They looked at us like, y'all ain't never been to Howard. But we we were taking pictures like we did. Destiny just said they went to Howard. <laughs> like, no, she yes. just played. Yes, we did. We did. Uh, I sure did go to Howard and I got me a sweatshirt. But uh, we had we had a. I know, I know. But I think the thing is that similar to the die, like we have been able to really go through some very hard times together and some very beautiful times. And um, 
I mean, Jadonna's amazing. She's it's, she's brilliant. She's fun. She's beautiful. She's an amazing mother. I mean, she is out here killing the game. Like I just, I just am just so grateful to have her in my life. And and similarly, like I, I love the fact that even for Trey, he has all these aunts on here. He truly, truly loves him from Jadon. And um, I'm just grateful to have you on here. And again, I think out of everyone on here. Time does not matter because me and Jadon have only known each other for six years. Mm -hmm. But I definitely feel like we grew up on the block together. So um, <laughs> I, I love me some juice squared. Oh, Jude. See, now, Tati, you have started the crying. Train. I only got about six lashes holding on, so I cannot do it. Crying real hard. <laughs> do it. The lashes are fighting. Listen, fighting, girl. About four on this one and four on this one. But seriously, let me say this about you, Jude. So, when I, I think I started Butler, what was that? 20, I guess 2015-ish. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I was coming out of y'all what I thought was the hardest season in my life. I lost my mom pretty unexpectedly in 2011. And so by 2015, I felt like I was just coming to a place where I had processed that grief and was healing from that. I had no idea, though, that I was actually walking into a season that was, whew, I, would, I would probably say, 10 times harder than the loss of, of my very best friend. And um that's relevant and important because I didn't know that I would need a friend like Jerima because I didn't know the season that I was walking into. And so um, Jerima held me, my, my um, heart through that process. She was a confidant, someone that I could rely on. She was someone who had had similar experiences and I could learn from. Um, and then I will also say just a true testament to who Jerema is as a person um, real quick is like the fact that we joined this call as her village and no one on this call is a complete stranger, which I think is completely illustrative of who Jerema is and how she builds a village that can also be a village to one another. And while I don't know each and every one of you deeply, I know you enough to know um, that you have to be someone beautiful because of your connection to Jerema. Last thing I'll say, the joke about Howard. Child, we've been told that lie so much. Folks, believe it. I believe it, okay? I am a bison. I graduated from school. <laughs> saying that she went to school online. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> I wore this just for you, Jules. Where we came from. We went to grad school at Chicago State. Here's the thing. We actually went to the same university for undergrad and never met. And here we are 20 years later lying about right. having been roommates. Um, so I love <laughs> I am so y'all burst in the books. And I tell Jerima this all the time. Two years ago, this time, burst into books was not even a thing. Do y'all understand wow. how brilliant you must be to take uh -huh. something from nothing in that short amount of time? And Jerima. I've told you this personally, I will say it publicly. I don't know that you always know how bright your own light is because you are seeking and you are you are naming for other people their light. But sis, you are incredible and nobody has been able to accomplish what you've been able to accomplish in such a short time. That matters and I hope you know that. I love you and I know that we all love you. And I'm just so, so proud of you, Drew. I really, really am. 
and, and that's it. I am. Wow, I totally forgot that. <laughs> I did not even remember that that even happened. So thank you for that reminder. I, I do remember us becoming friends and it was that simple. You were like, you want to be friends? I said, yep. And never and never looked back. Um, I think, you know, you, you are like that family for me, right? Um, and... It's interesting because when we were younger, so Jerima and I, you know, we used to look a lot more alike. We had a similar style. We used to wear our hair more the same. And and so, you know, the joke was that Jerima was, that we were twins and Jerima was the nice twin and I was the evil twin, right? And I never, you know, I never really liked that, but I have a very hot, passionate personality, right? So I can be very in your face and Jerima's way more mellow than I am. And um, so I really appreciate the people that, you know, who really do know me and understand my heart. And I think with Jerima, I never I never had to explain who I was. You know what I mean? I never had to try to convince her uh, of who of my heart, how I felt. Um, you know, we've had a relatively easy relationship. You know, we don't have really any drama in our background in terms of how we engage with each other because Jerima just accepted me for, for who I was. So it was easy to want to be there for her, you know, when, when she was going through stuff. Um, however I could, I mean, I didn't even remember what you were just talking about, but I mean, I'll do that any day of the week. You know what I mean? If it's, if there's something that I know I can help you with, I'm, I'm doing it. And you've always been that person for me. I, um, right before the pandemic hit now I work in the service industry. So a lot of people, you know, we didn't know what was happening, but we weren't, you know, business was getting slow. We were running out of money. I was wondering why my checks were looking terrible and I couldn't, you know, I didn't know what was going on. And then I finally quit my job and I told Jerima. She didn't say a word. Next thing I knew, there was $200 in my bank account that Jerima just put in there. It wasn't a, oh my God, you quit your job. Can I help? A lot of times people throw, you know, kind of their, can I help? You know, let me know if you need anything. And it's almost the same as let's do lunch. Dreamy <laughs> didn't say nothing. She was like, oh, I didn't know that. And and as far as I knew, she went on about her business. But the money was in my account and I knew what that meant. You don't have to ask. Obviously, if you put your job, you need a little boost. And mm -hmm. so, you know, Dreamer couldn't be more family to me if if she was my actual actual blood. And and you all, you know, like I think it was um maybe it was Jadon saying it, you know, we're all acquainted with each other. I've hugged every single woman in this room. Um, and, and I'm grateful, you know, I'm grateful to be a part of Jerima's kind of extended family um, and to even know the other members of her extended family. And I've had so many pleasant experiences with you all. And like you all have said, that, that goes back to, you know, we're just reflections of you, Jerima. Every good thing you see about us is a part of you. And, that, and that's why you can see it so clearly. Oh, gosh. Shannon. Hi, Shannon. Oh, my gosh, Shannon. So, Shannon, it's so funny. Me and Shannon with you so much. I love me some Shannon. Um, I would say what instantly comes with Shannon is just like this instant joy and light. I mean, she just lights up the room. She lights up. I mean, whenever you are going through something like she is that. But I also, about Shannon, is that she's super, super real. 
And so whenever I want like to really just have authentic, like who gonna tell me like it is, is Shannon. Shannon is also so loving. I think a lot of times people always look at her as like the party, but Shannon is definitely the party. <laughs> but she's also so much wisdom. Like she's went through so much as well. And I mean, she's an amazing mother. Like she is so, so talented. I mean, I don't know if y'all know how talented. I mean, she could sing, she could dance, she could rap, she could act, she does hair, she does makeup. <laughs> She could cook. She could. I mean, she could throw events. Like she's hosted events. I mean, she's so multifaceted. You know what I mean? And like, Shannon is someone I've seen over and over again. Like recreate herself. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, she used to teach. She's been a cheerleading coach. She just done everything. And everything she does, though, she does it in excellence. And so, what I love about Shannon is that even in this journey of all these things in my life, um. She's really always been like this big sister to me. Like I love, like we, we'll joke, like she always called me little sister. I legit, and I take that as a privilege. You know what I mean? Like I, I remember when I first met Shannon, I was actually in high school, and in my initial meeting was in eighth grade. I was in eighth grade. <laughs> I was almost in high school, and uh, <laughs> and what I remember about Shannon, and I don't know if you remember Shannon. I we I used to spend night at Shannon's house. And her whole door was covered with Drew Hill. She loved. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We would be right on in, in Roses, so you would die definitely with my neighbors and that. And she had her whole house it was real. And I remember just spinning right over there, having so much fun. But the thing I will say about Shannon again, she is a woman who does not look like what she's been through, and um. We're about to go through the next. It's just like a speed round of things with different topics. But what I appreciate about Shannon is that, I mean, she is like ride or die. Like when Emily talked about, you know, <laughs> like if you, you know, so like she's super protective of me, which I love. There's been plenty of times I'll say stuff and she'll be like, okay, I know what I should say, but I'm going to give you what the option could be as well. Like you can do this. Or I could just call them and snap them off on. I could just snap for you if you want. You know, I mean, I know you don't want to snap, but I have no problem snapping. You know what I mean? I definitely come from the try Jesus, not me, because I throw hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's been plenty of times. She should be like, oh, dude, you're too nice. You're too nice. But that's what I like. You. That's what I like. you. But I love, I love her. She also pushes me to think differently. Um, about like my perspective of things. And so I don't know, I just, I just, again, Shannon is more and all of you are just truly like sisters to me. And so I wanted to make sure that this platform, um, when Rita asked me initially, like, what's the question? There's really no question. It's really an opportunity for me to be able to uh, just- No, I got mad anxiety. <laughs> Rita, relax, baby. <laughs> and, I was, and then I know she, I did, I knew I threw some extra anxiety. because so I was like, it's going to be good. And I sent her the emoji with the wink, like. <laughs> like, you'll be good, you'll be good. But I just really just want an opportunity just to just share love and just say, Shannon is someone as well that from the first time we met to now has truly evolved in who she is. And I feel like we all are still evolving. I think we all are, you know, when it comes to so many different things, we're still growing and learning. And uh, in 20 more years, we're going to look at back at this and be like, man, look at where God has taken us and where we're, 
and where we're going. So, mm -hmm. Danny, is there anything? I feel like, I mean, hold on, fam. Like, my child's trying to get in the car. Um, <laughs> okay, hold on. Hold on. Um, I, I just want to share how dope you are, man, because I, I say every time I see Jarema, she has her laptop in hand all the time, falling asleep with it. I'm like, do you ever stop working? But then the next thing I know, she, you know, hey, uh, Mayor Lightfoot blessing her with something, or uh, she on Channel Nine being interviewed, or uh, I'm like, dang, I feel privileged because I was like, my sister's dope, and so I feel like I'm celebrating with you as if it's happening to me. You know what I'm saying? Because I I know how hard you work, and I know the behind the scenes of how you, you know, trying to give to the community and how to spread, it makes me want to give more to kids and stuff like that without opportunity because sometimes it can, kids can be dismissed and I'm like, well, that you could just throw them on their parents. You know what I'm saying? But you have such a caring and giving heart. Um, And, and I just be like, man, if I could just be a little nice like that, cause I don't feel like I'm very nice in that way. Like, I don't want to, you know, I feel like I am that, like you said, I will be like, nah, 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 you not, nah, don't say that. Don't say that. Say this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's just how I am. But I feel like in the same token, I learned so much from you on how you talk to people, just your ideas, just yeah. how you go so hard for your business. And I definitely see your work. Your work is definitely not in vain because, I mean, just look how hard, even in the pandemic, even when you were having all the panels, and talking to people and getting people engaged. And um, when they started looting and we were like sweeping up and just just always thinking of a solution on how we can help. And I think that's so dope because I don't think about that. My my thing is that don't make no sense. That's that's about that's about as deep as I go. Like that, I'm gonna stay from over there because uh, you know, and she like, let's go help. Uh, okay. <laughs> Because that was definitely not me. So I'm so grateful to have you as my little sister. I was looking at the panel. I'm like, dang, I think I'm older than everybody on here. But that's okay. Older is experience. You feel me? So I ain't mad at all. You're looking, so don't worry about it. I was saying you don't look at all. Look at it. I definitely feel like it. <laughs> Thank you. I definitely feel like it. But I, I'm just blessed to know know you and love you and call you my sister because I don't have any sisters. Um. So, and I like, like, like all of you said, I know all of you and I've met all of you as some some sort. I definitely say we've been rocking since we were in our 20s. You know what I'm saying? Um, so we 20 plus. Emily, I met you. We went to a couple of poetry jams. You feel me? Jadon, I met you through Jareem. I think we went to one or two events. Rita, you know, I've known you since you were a teenager. And Shamira, you know, I know you from uh when we went to the, the 300 black women. Uh, situation, you know what I'm saying? And I've met you a couple of times when I've come to Burst into Books. So like Jazan said, you know, to to know that I, I know each and every woman, I don't feel like, who is that? I don't know her. And you know what I'm saying? I know everybody on here. So I'm just so grateful to that you guys have been a blessing to my sister. Um, So yeah, that's all I gotta say. Yeah. I, I just want to piggyback off what Shannon said, because Shannon, you said something that I just couldn't really get on board with, like trying to paint this picture like you're not a kind person or or you know what I mean? Like like you're lacking in the caring department and that's just simply not true. Um, I think you and Jarema just have different ministries and your reach is just gonna be different from Jarema's reach. You have consistently been one of the kindest people I know. And, oh, um, wow, thank you. As, as a person who comes from a lot of trauma around my relationship with my mother, um, I'm gonna be honest, I, I had an attitude 
that I'm still working through where I sometimes can believe that women are just not nice people in general, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Because that's a projection based on off of what I grew up with. And Shannon has from day one, uh, just every, t every single time I'm around Shannon, very kind, very warm, very loving. She's extremely passionate. And I think sometimes um, people misread people's passion um, mm -hmm. and, they, and they will attach you know, some sort of negative label on it. Um, but Shannon has always been kind. So the only reason why you can see that injury is because it's you, boo. Oh, thank you so much. Zay. I love you, sis. Thank you. <laughs> so this is going to be our wrap up. So I know well, let me let me say something real quick. I get the Jose got me. I thought I was ready and put it together. Then here goes Jose. <laughs> It had the tears flowing again. But um, what I can say about Jerima is that um, I just want you you continue to be a sponge. Like, she is willing to learn. She's willing to start fresh. She's willing to, you know, start new. Just continue that light that you have, like everybody spoke about. And don't don't put yourself last. Remember yourself. That's all I'm saying. She about to cry again. She got it out just in time. Honey, I miss those tears. I know. I, know. I miss them so much. Oh my goodness. And I don't. I don't really know Rita, but I've heard her name. So hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> like I ain't met her yet. So <laughs> so. So I've been closing every podcast with like shout out a sister, but we've been doing that all day. So I want us to end with, and I want you to think about this. What is, and I, in the closing, I think it's so important for us to kind of share this one little nugget. This is just what's been on my heart. Love. What is, and look at, look at her, she got on the chest. It's just meant to be. Uh, what is one lesson you have learned about love? And it could be in whatever context it hits you when I ask that question. In order to love others, you have to love yourself first. Mm -hmm. I think love is an action word. Mm -hmm. So don't just say it, be it. And be the love you want to see. So don't just be like, you don't do this. I need you to be also the love that you want to see. Right. And I'll, I'll, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I'll follow um that and say, I think love, I used to think that love was something that you had to earn. I think I've learned that it is actually a birthright that we all deserve and that we all have access to, but we can't control for it. You actually just have to let it, you have to be it to Shannon's point. And when you be it, then it flows from you yeah. into you. And it's not something that you actually have to over hustle for. Um, so that's yeah. what I would say. Um, uh, unconditional. You know, especially when it's difficult to love, still, I'm going to love you. Although you act like this, or you can look cray-cray, you know, it's being unconditional no matter what. I definitely agree that that's what love is. It encompasses everything that you ladies have said. And it's basically seeing people and accepting people for who they are. Like you said, not changing, trying to rearrange is not conditional. Love is a pure thing. And just seeing people for who they are and loving them because they exist. That's it. Yeah. I always think of love as this 
immortal force that's been here long before we ever got here. It'll be here long after we're gone. Uh, I think of love. Love is God, right? God is love. Love is in everything. And if God is inside of us, love is inside of us. So when I, when I think of love, it's it's everything and it's everywhere. It's in me. Um, and it's, to me, the most powerful uh, force that exists. And and so I, I believe that, um, and, you know, I've seen how in my life love uh, has shown up as something that's really helped me to grow. Uh, and sometimes love doesn't feel yummy, <laughs> but it's still helping me grow. <laughs> so uh, I've kind of over the past few years kind of gotten away from seeing love as this as this feeling, like Shannon was saying. Um, but I've even gotten to the point where I see it as more more than even an action. Uh, it's it's just bigger than than anything I could I could tangibly or use words to explain. Hmm. I love it. The reason I ask that is because I just believe that that's the note I want to leave on. I believe that when I truly think about like your tribe defines your your vibe, I think that at the foundation of all of my relationships with each of you all is love. And I think that um, regardless of what happens and will happen and has happened, um, we always come back to that. And when you come back to love, you're able to work through any troubles. You're able to um really understand that sometimes like you said don't always feel yummy there's been sometimes people have said things to me on here that doesn't feel yummy but i needed to hear it you know what i mean and there's times when the when i really do need to feel love you you pour it on thick you know what i mean and so i just think it's so important that that is the foundation of your tribe the foundation of your relationships and from that you're able to go through anything i think when love is absent um, and you're just doing things like, oh, because we both like this. We both do this. Like, it, it really doesn't have substance. And so I am grateful for each of you. I love you all so deeply. Um, I hope that you felt the love during this uh, episode. That was my full intent that we can end and we can embody and share that love. We don't get to see each other readily. I can't wait. So we are able to be in the space. We can have like a whole thing at my house. Uh, but I, I just wanted to make sure that I, I had this moment um, and I wouldn't allow this moment to pass because you never know. I think the thing that I've learned the most when this time is time is my promise. And I want to make sure that in the time I have with the people in my life, they know how I felt about them and um, vice versa. So I love you all. Thank you. Love you. Love you, and that's it. See y'all later. Be well, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.